Welcome back to another Strong Towers podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike. Wait, am I a co-host? I'm a host. <laughs> you are listening to the Strong Towers podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lara, joined, as always, with John Ackerman and Tom Edwards. And as we continue on with this next season, we've been kind of hitting up different topics, different topics of the week. And this one has been on my list of topics that I've wanted to discuss for the past two seasons. So I'm glad we're actually able to get to it today. And that is morning routine, something that I think that all of us have talked about. You know, it's always on one of those successful people lists and everybody we know has a, has a set routine and how they knock things out in the morning. Mine is full of chaos, but I know that it is something that I've been working on trying to get better at. I think I even put up a, uh, a blog post at one point about how my morning routines were getting so good, but that went away with uh, everything in COVID and everything with distance learning. So it's back to the beginning for me. But I think it was another important topic that as we talk about their calendar, as we talk about our week, as we talk about our schedule, that we start off right, we start off with our morning routines and how that really sets the, uh, the foundation for the rest of the day. So I can kick off. I don't know if any of you guys already have a morning routine like I do, but mine goes off at six o'clock with my wife telling me, why are you sleeping in? And then it's complete chaos after that. So, <laughs> well, so I think um, if it's chaos every day, that that is routine. That is very routine, right? Right. So kudos to you for that. Um, but I think also uh, we should point out the the irony of the fact that we've been waiting for two years to record this one, <laughs> and now we do it when everybody's routines have been thrown out the window, uh, and everybody's trying to figure out what life looks like again uh, as we record actually in the first week of school here in Northern Virginia. So, you know, I, I think we're kind of in a similar boat. Uh, we had a morning routine, and and uh, actually for for the first part of this year anyway my my morning routine was try and get up and out of the house before the kids get up just because that seems to always add about three times the amount of time every event takes right yeah so being able to get out of the house uh quick was was a part of how i got the day and and trying to figure out um you know how i how i was going to manage that before the gyms all closed that was getting up, trying to get something to eat and get to the gym. And uh, one of the other pieces that I've been trying to do is uh, is get some quiet time in the morning. And so uh, I knew that if I was able to get out to the gym, I had some time in between the gym and uh, and needing to be in the office so I could get some quiet time in in the morning also after my workout. Uh, and if I was staying at the house, then I'd, I'd get up and, and get that in at the house before getting some breakfast and, and whatever. But yeah, in terms of the family, that that's new for uh, us now in the last you know couple months, moving into the new house and, and obviously the, the quarantine situation and all that has shifted things recently. So we can dig into new stuff, I guess, separately. Yeah, right now there really isn't much of a normal routine for us. Um, with that said, I mean, there are... 
there's routine-ish things that just have to be done every day. So, like, we have chickens now, so we have to go out every morning and let the chickens out of the coop. And they usually want out, like, 6.30 in the morning. So, like, there's the alarm clock. Um, there's no crowing. There's no, like, rooster sounds. It's it's not, you know, cartoon-esque, but um, that's pretty much the start to our day and feeding the barn cat and feeding the dogs and things like that. But after that, that's pretty much the end of the routine. And I was reminded, just as we were starting to talk about this, uh, this quote came back to me uh, from Dallas Willard. As somebody was asking him, you know, this this philosophy professor who has incredible things to say about religion and disciplines and habits and structure and faith. And, you know, somebody went to him as sort of like this guru and said, you know, Mr. Willard, like, you know, what, what, what does your routine look like on a normal day? And apparently Dallas Willard was just famous for very lengthy pauses before he would answer any question. And, so he pauses. Then he says, in my experience, there are no normal days. And it was just like, like, what a genius answer to such a simple question. But it immediately took some of the pressure off, I'm sure that person, but me when I heard the, the third party telling of the story. Like, it, it's all right if, if I don't have a morning routine. And I don't mean to totally derail the podcast on morning routine, <laughs> especially since Mike's been waiting two years for this. But I mean, that that's kind of what I've been finding over these last few months is there is no normal morning routine right now for me. And it's not been bad. Honestly, I've not minded that too much at all. And we have the luxury of not needing too much in the way of routine. But at the same time, it's been really disruptive to not have the first I do this and then I do this and then I do this as the way of just sort of getting rolling into the day. So I have no routine, but I've had to come to grips with the fact that I have no routine and it's becoming less disruptive over time. Yeah. Mm. What about the idea though of needing to have something quote unquote normal uh, to like ground you before approaching your abnormal randomness of the day? You know, and, and, and kind of having that as, as like a, almost like the stronghold that we're leaving from, you know, like we get up in the morning and we do our things and we prepare ourselves for whatever's going to happen when we get out these gates, uh, you know, we're ready. Uh, but the other thing that, that came to mind while we were all talking is all three of us couched the conversation on morning routine around what we're doing for others. Um, yeah. You know, the kids the wife, the animals, the like morning routine is how are we caring for other people? So what if we turn that around and say, is there stuff in morning routine that really is intended to be, or, or maybe we're just not doing a great job of it and should be directed at us and how we start our day and, and get things rolling. No. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. I think one of the things that I've I've come to the realization is, and as I continue to train for, you know, these different running events and these different like things that, are, that I'm trying to do on my own, that if I don't get up early to get that done for myself, the rest of the day is just lost, right? There's, I'm not going to get time to get it done when the boys are wide awake and everything. So like Saturday morning, I was up at five o'clock. I did a 5k run and then got on my bike and 
run up for 10 miles on my bike. And I will, after that, I felt great. I had the rest of the day to do whatever it was. I could do whatever was on the schedule for the family. And I had, I didn't feel any guilt on myself for not knocking out those, that exercise. Right. And back when we first were start, starting to talk about morning routine, you know, of course I went to one of those like simple life hacks, one of those simple books, one of those simple things that everybody talks about doing. But one of the ones that I did find, and it's based off of uh, the Miracle Morning, but he, he talks about doing these like five or six tasks every day. You know, one of it's like silence and meditation and prayer. And I thought to myself, like, this is something I need to start off my morning with because of how loud my day is and how hectic my my rest of my day is even just the simple fact of just sitting down brush my I, I this is what I do I go brush my teeth and go straight to my closet and I am down on my knees and I'm praying because if that's the only moment that I think that I'm going to have silence for the rest of my day until I go to sleep even until the like and I've been doing a better job of leaving my cell phone in my office but up until that point I am my day is loud it's full of noise it's full of everything and it's that 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, two and a half minutes in the morning that I can get that I can just be silent. And I got to be better about capturing that because the moment I roll over and go back to bed, I've lost it. It's, it's gone. And then it's for the rest of my days, it's just noise. And so when I think about morning routine, it's, it's, it starts for me and you know, I, I don't want to sound all cliche, but winning that first battle of getting out of bed, right? Getting, getting the day started and saying, Hey man, go get that exercise in, get that prayer in. Those two things are really big for me right now is, is, is that prayer, worship, and, and exercise. And I need to start my day if I want to be fully capable to take care of those others, right? The dog, the, the kids, and, and the wife. So, Do you notice a difference on days that you are not uh, getting that, particularly the, the prayer time, the silence? 100%. Like I've, I've realized that. And, it, and what I've realized it comes out to is patience. Kellen and Jonah will start asking me a thousand questions in the morning and I'm just like short with them. And I'll tell right off the bat, like, whoa, it's because I woke up late and I got a late start tomorrow morning. So now I'm playing from behind the rest of the day is all catch up. So it's, it's getting up in the morning, just a couple minutes earlier and just setting the foundation, just saying, all right, Hey God, you know, I'm, I'm going to you, <laughs> we're going to do this together. And then for the rest of that point, the rest of the day, I think just gets so much easier. And even if it's just taking that simple breath and simple time for myself, where the only voice I'm hearing is, is my own <laughs> at one point, you know what I mean? Like I'm not hearing dad, dad, dad. I mean, even the little ones just screaming dad all the time now. So <laughs> John, I, I'll, I'll throw this back to you. Do you think that and maybe it's like a control thing. And I mean, I don't want to say like I have lost control of my, my schedule because of, you know, how, like how much is dependent on, on me to care for others. Do you feel like with you and Brooke that a lot of the schedule has come down to the point where if you want to go ride your motorcycle tomorrow, you can go ride your motorcycle tomorrow. If you wanted to, um, work on your roof for eight hours tomorrow, you could work on your eight, roof for eight hours tomorrow. Do you think a lot of your schedule because, or, I would say your schedule, your not routine, morning routine has fallen on the fact that you have, I guess, so much more control over your day than say Tom and I. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, Tom, you mentioned, you know, school starting back up. And so if this was any other year, regardless of COVID, I would, I would end it on a morning routine. Yep. And so my life has changed dramatically, not just because of COVID, but because I'm no longer on a teacher schedule. And so, yeah, I mean, I was just, I, Mike, as you were talking some more, I was thinking back to if we were having this conversation last year, I would have a very different take on this. And <laughs> and so that's absolutely part of it. 
right now is that my life schedule does not have to depend on a morning routine. Um, and it's not because there's nothing to do. You know, there, there is still <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. to do. I think we mentioned in the opener that, I mean, I've never been more busy in the summer than I am right now. Oh yeah. You're doing a lot. But at the same time, there's not the, there's not the daily routine responsibility of, I have to do this thing by this time or be at this place by this time. And that really has opened up a whole new realm of what's honestly been very uncomfortable flexibility Mm. for me at times. Uh, I don't have to be somewhere at a certain time. So if I want to, you know, have my quiet time with God at 11, Mm. instead of first thing when I wake up, I can. Yeah. And if I want to get my exercise in, in the middle of the day, I can. And, and again, like that, that sounds really great, but by the, you know, by the same token, like we were talking about, there is something in us that does crave some semblance of control over our day or control over our circumstances. And a daily routine is usually where we find some of that. And I've tried to do the, all right, well, I'm going to wake up first thing (laughs) in the morning and I'm going to go sit in my chair by the window and stare outside and watch the deer come in. And I'm going to hang out with God for a while and drink my tea and just soak in the morning. And, and that works for some days. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great for some days, but then there's other days where I didn't need to get up right away and get rolling. Or, you know, you call me up and you're like, Hey, let's go running. The only time I have is six, six 30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. it's like, All right, great. Let's go do that. But I know that means I'm not sitting in my chair at six 30 in the morning. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's just, it's been funny to, to come to terms with not needing a routine in order to have a rhythm. That's good. That is that real is good. Because good. right now, what I feel like is I feel like I'm a middle schooler with my agenda, making sure that I have every block filled out. And you're on that college campus throwing a frisbee around. And, and, I'm, <laughs> and I really want to be on that college campus with you. And that's what's been so amazing about LS is I don't feel like I have any more time than I did before because most days I'm sitting around thinking of all the things I still have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Either with work or with the house, the next thing I need to build, the next thing I need to fix, the next email I need to send. Like those kinds of pulls haven't changed from a year ago. But all I feel like now is, you know, Mike, going back to that middle school agenda thing, I feel like I have total control of the blocks. Hmm. And I can put the blocks wherever I want them now. Whereas before, my life was dictated by the blocks. Right, right. Already Mm -hmm. prearranged. And it's just, again, it's really kind of a disruptive way to live at the moment. And it's not a routine, but it feels like it's given space for rhythms throughout the week. Yeah, for sure. No, there's definitely a lot to be said for flexibility uh, in in the schedule and, and the necessity for actually scheduling out some of these, uh, morning activities to take care of ourselves when we know that our time is going to be imposed on for the remainder of the day. You know, whether that's the kids have to be online at eight or I have to be online at eight or, you know, I'm going to be in the car Mm. for my commute and then I'll be at the office for the rest of the day. And, And even though that might look different every day, it's not the same kind of flexibility, um, you know, and so there is, I think, a necessity in uh, game planning how we're going to approach that. And, and um, not that we have to have it, 
but that we have to have an understanding of whether or not we need it and, and how it's going to function for us. So I know one of the things that all three of us mentioned was feeling that it was important as part of that me time to get some time, not only by yourself, but get time with God. What's that look like? This is going to be totally random and definitely not everybody's experience right now. Um, <laughs> but I'm actually getting my quiet time in the middle of the night feedings, uh, <clears throat> which is maybe less coherent than I would like it to be. But, uh, but yeah, for right now, uh, you know, getting up, uh, and helping my wife with the baby and while she's doing the feeding, um, spending some time in the word and, um, it is just working right now, usually because our alarm clock is the kids in the morning. And so we're starting the day like Mike with the dad, 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 and, mm-hmm. you know, so there's not a lot of time after that point, uh, for that. So, so currently that, that's, uh, that's working out. If we, if we get back into a, a better sleep schedule, um, I do generally try to get up before everybody in the house and, and get the quiet time then. We're doing something different now. <laughs> you know, I think for for me, it was uh, it was originally going back to, you know, I thought I was having these great conversations. I was started, you know, I was doing, you know, just the normal routine going on. And then I, th- I think I got lazy and I realized that I was just kind of like, I don't want to say going through the motion, but just getting up and, you know, saying I had my quiet time and that quiet time kept getting shorter and shorter. And so, uh, you know, using a middle school reference, I went back to, you know, uh, something simple that I think helped me really stay organized when I, especially when I first came, um, uh, into my journey was, was, uh, that whole, uh, what is that? The soap, the, uh, scripture observation application and prayer. And so I got this, you know, journal off of Etsy and, and, and I was trying to be more organized. You know, I know John and Tom keep journals and then they reference things from like, you know, 2011 and stuff. And I'm over here like, man, I got a journal from August that has like two days filled out. But my thing was like, I, you know, I want to have that. I want to be able to look back and see all the things that, you know, that I've, I've grown in, right. Not just have these, you know, these milestone markers that I can look back on. So, um, I've been kind of pulling down, um, uh, a verse and kind of just reading through it, not a whole chapter, just like a simple verse, maybe two or three, and just kind of like going through it slowly and just trying to see, Hey, you know, what does this look like? How does it protect, you know, how does it come into play for me today? Uh, and then I pray about it. And, and one of the, the best things that I've realized about that is that, especially if I'm doing a verse that the whole, or my whole family has been focusing on for like the, the month or whatever. Like I know recently we've been doing, going back to what the kids have been getting on their scripture. Um, it's really cool. Cause then I can go back and talk to the kids about it and have this like conversation like, Hey, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, bro. Um, but I think that's, that's had that for me getting that baseline, starting back from the beginning and just kind of putting that down has really helped me get into routine. I, I am like self-diagnosed ADD. And so if I don't have some sort of like, structure, I'm just going to go all over the place, right? I'm, I'm bouncing here and there. And, and this has really helped me kind of shift my focus on saying, Hey, these are the four things that I got to get done this morning. Um, let's, let's knock it out. And, and it's really helped me out. So John, how about you? You mentioned the chair and the window and the tea and the deer and the deer do you, and the deer. Do you, uh, do you try and keep that pretty consistent or do you mix it up, go other places, do other things? Yeah, it's not always like St. Francis of Assisi out here. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, sometimes it is the morning run, and that's that's my quiet time. Um, 
and again, not to try to paint too poetic a picture because I had the same feelings when I was living back in suburbia, but yeah, there's something about gravel roads and morning fog lifting off the fields that's just really kind of centering and quieting. And it just, it really seems to help raise the antenna and quiet everything else. Um, plus there's a lot of hills out here. And if I'm gasping for air, it really makes it hard to focus on just about anything other than the fact that I really hate the hill I'm running up. Um, but sometimes it's, you know, Mike, I appreciate your joking reference about a decade's worth of journals, but, um, I mean, just in the last week, I've, I've kind of felt the encouragement to go back through the last five years of my journals with God and you know, sort of do like a Facebook memories version of on this day, you know, in each of the last five years or, you know, thereabouts, because it's not like I've got a journal entry for every day, but it was just, it was really cool over the last couple of days to see, you know, the, the things that I was worried about or working through, um, the things that were coming up, the things that it felt like God was wanting to address and, you know, just how much of it was the same as today. And then also, Mike, like you were saying, like being able to see victories, being able to see now with the benefit of hindsight, some of the things that I was in the midst of then and just not able to see clearly or see fully and be able to see it now with the benefit of years in the rear view mirror. And like, just, wow, that I, I didn't realize what was happening then. I didn't realize what I was in the midst of. Um, and even with the things that are still very present, even though they've been present now for years, there was sort of a, sort of a settling aspect of, you know, being able to start my morning. So like, for example, we've talked about another podcast, right? Brooke and I are still waiting for the day that we get to have kids. And as I was looking back in, you know, previous journals, that's obviously been a theme because we've been waiting a long time and just being able to revisit some of the feelings that were there in past years um, and some of the encouragement that I felt like God was giving in those past years it was, it was really settling and really centering um, without necessarily anything new for the day, um, but just the reminder of the consistency, um, you know, just the reminder of the steadfastness of his character. Um, it was almost like I didn't have to do any work other than just revisit the work that had already been done. Um, so yeah, Tom, to your point, there's, it feels like there's lots of different things that all kind of fall into that same category of, like we all mentioned, there, there is something really valuable about making sure that part of our day is just time for us and God. Yep. All right. So, uh, let, let's go practical, real practical for, for a minute here. And what is something that you are either currently working on or know that you want to work on with regards to nailing down a, a morning routine? I think for me, it's, it's, I know this kind of sounded weird because we were just talking about how it's the only time that I get quiet time at, but it's, it's really bringing the boys along in this morning that I, I do stuff with them. Cause you know, I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but one of my, the favorite things, my, my aunt, she's a big reader. I mean, huge reader. She, her, and my uncle have books and books up on their shelves. And, and I remember going to their house one day and, um, all the kids were 
lounging in the living room uh, reading books. And I was just like, man, this is this is the coolest thing ever. And I, I asked my aunt, like, how did you get your kids to, to love reading? And her response is, your, your kids are going to do what you're doing. And I love to read. They see me read. They, and that's what they do. They, they, they want to do the same thing. And, and so that's really stuck with me as one of those, you know, another one of the things I put in my toolkit. But um, I want to bring my kids along with this routine, right? I want them to see, hey, this is what dad does in the morning. And so even though I just kind of went back and just said, hey, man, it's the only moment of time that I get, I get quiet, I want them to see see some sort of of hey this is the steps that dads dads do in the morning in order to set the rest of the day up for success and so i think i i want to be able to to set myself up with a routine that is i guess something that they can mirror as well i mean i know it sounds silly but i've even bought them little tiny travel deodorants that the boys put on in the morning now because they see me (laughs) doing it so that's funny I feel like the low-hanging fruit on this one, it just feels like such an easy softball answer is exercise. Um, but it's funny, just on this topic of morning routine, yet again today, for probably the 50th time this summer, I was thinking about the day when I no longer have to spend so much of my time on home renovation and what that will allow for in my daily routine. Yeah. And... You know, it, it's that whole, like, you know, life will be so much easier when dot, dot, dot. Yeah, let me know when you get there. <laughs> right, seriously. Um, but I, I could feel myself almost like falling victim to that trap of, you know, life will be so much easier when. And, you know, we've realized on this topic of morning routine that unless you prioritize it, it doesn't happen. Unless you make time for it, it doesn't happen. Unless you sacrifice for it, it doesn't happen. Um you know, one of my mentors recently told me that if you don't sacrifice for it or invest in it, it's not actually a priority. Wow. And so I, I've not been sacrificing my schedule, my routine for exercise, nor have I been investing in it. I mean, I've been putting off buying new shoes for like six months now. Um, and so it's just, it's gotten easier and easier to not have that be a part of the routine. And yet every time Mike, you and I go run, which is now about like once a week or once every two weeks, which is hardly a routine, it's barely a rhythm. <laughs> um, like it's just so life giving. So that that's the area of improvement at the moment is investing in and sacrificing for exercise. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And it seems like for me anyway, it's way easier to do that in the morning. And by way easier, I mean relatively, because I'm definitely not exercising in the mornings right now. But um, I don't know, all those people that are like, yeah, I get off work and I head straight to the gym and it's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, how do you do that? Just thinking about trying to work out after a, a full day is, is kind of mind boggling to me. And I've done it in seasons in the past, but um for me, I, I think I kind of line up with you, Mike, the, um, and it's a tricky balance, right? Because like you said, we do want to get that time for us and God and have that minute of silence, you know, maybe where you are sitting down with a cup of tea and just staring out the window for a couple of minutes to, to gear yourself up for the day. Um, but it is important, I think, for the kids to um, kind of catch us mm doing that at least right like 
So even if it's just the tail end and you're closing up your Bible after you had a great quiet time, which is like everybody's wish, I'm sure, right? Um, you know, and the kids come out and are like, hey, Dad, what are you doing? Um, you know, I think I think there is a piece of that modeling. Um, and we that's that's something that we've been working on. Um, we have a couple of, of kids devotionals. And now that I am home for uh, more of the family morning routine, um, that is a part of what we're doing for breakfast. Um, you know, is, is we'll finish up the meal and, and then we'll do a, a devotional uh, out of it because the kids do know that that mom and dad are doing that. And so yeah. they want that to be a part of, of what they're doing. Um, and the other thing that we just started, which actually has been super awesome and the kids are really uh, gung-ho about it. And I kind of poo-pooed it just because of their ages. Um, but uh, but we, uh, we started speaking words over them um, that we had prayed about for the two older kids, um, who are almost five and going to be seven in a couple months. Um, so we prayed about some words specifically for them. Um, and we started speaking those over them and now they do them back to us. Um, and they're super excited about it. Uh, and you can see the wheels turning, as they are kind of understanding the implications of, of what those things mean, um, as, as we speak positivity into their identity and, and who they are. Um, and so that, that's been a good part of, uh, of our morning routine as well and, and getting them pumped up about, uh, themselves and about the day and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's been really good. I like that. So we hope maybe we just uh, shed a little bit of light on this idea of morning routine. Mike mentioned there is a plethora of resources out there if you are looking for some way to um, revamp or hack your your routine in the morning. Uh, then then there's lots of stuff out there. Uh, but you know I think we've hit on on some of the important pieces of of uh, needing to start the day uh, with some sort of preparation phase. Uh, for whatever is is going to come uh, through the rest of the the waking hours, um, and and uh, if you've got thoughts on your morning routine, things that have worked for you, things that haven't, make sure you hit us up on our Facebook group. We are Strong Towers, and we can keep the conversation going there. But until next time, this is Tom, Mike, and John with Strong Towers. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you again real soon. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strongtowers for your chance to score some Strong Tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you back here real soon.